I like girls, but now it's about podcasts. This is episode 14 of Insert Credit. I'm Gorblax Jaffe, and joining me are four men rumored to have played a video game at some point in their lives. That's actually not true. <laughs> Francine Cifaldi. Hi! Timberly Rogers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brangelina Sheffield. Oh man, I thought I was going to get Brandy. I'm glad I didn't. And trailblazer of the hilariously difficult video game movement, Bennett Foddy. Good day. Oh, hey, I thought his name was John Benet Foodie. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with John Benet, though. John Benet Foodie. You guys planning your jokes in advance? Yeah, we uh, planned, we, we planned that like two Benet weeks ago, yeah. That's pretty lame. It, it is pretty lame, but it's also what stand-up comedians do, okay? So, <laughs> we're good. We're basically pros yeah. over here. It was really depressing the day I realized that most of the stories stand-up comedians tell are just things they made up. Things they made up and uh, have told over and over again. And yeah. Uh, so they're, in, they're like normal people embellish real stories. Stand-up comedians embellish... Fake stories. Fake stories. Yeah, that's kind of cool, I guess. I well, mean, I mean, that's something you already do. So do, do you think, do you think the stories... Do you think the stories are funny or if they're true? I think that uh, I think funny stuff is funny. When I say right. let let everything else just be what it is. Let it run. Let it yeah. ride. Hey Bennett, you haven't listened yes. to this podcast before, so let me explain the rules to you. Alright. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna throw ten topics at you. Each one is gonna be exactly six minutes long. You have six minutes to discuss that topic as I introduce it. And once those minutes are up, I will play a terrifying buzzer noise, and we'll be forced to move on to the next topic, no matter what. Let's NMW. Yeah, sounds, let's just get right into it with question one. Uh, okay, question number one. How do we get people back into arcades? Uh, make some arcades. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make some right. arcades. Make some games to put inside of them. Make some arcades that are not uh, filthy. And uh, water damaged, and with cardboard all over the floors. And what, what was it that got people into arcades in the first place? It was a place where they could play video games. It was a place where they could play video games with other people, and also those video games were better than the games you could get at home because well, uh, well, those video on. games were also better than the video games you can get at home today. But what's right? Not? The, the video games you could get at home when arcades took off basically didn't exist. Uh, when when but you're right. Like the Atari came along, and the, the arcades are still around. But um. Yeah, they were offering something back then that that uh, we have at home now. So it's it's kind of a difficult proposition, which is why every arcade game for the last like ten years has involved a steering wheel or a gun. Yeah, one of those giant plastic Ghostbusters gun-sized guns. Yeah, I think that, I think that's wrong. I think the reason people went to arcades, uh, you know, there were there were periods even in the eighties when people had games that were just as good at home as what were in the arcades. But in the arcade, you have like an audience community. Yeah. Well, it's, somebody to watch you like screw up, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I was playing Ninja Turtles in the arcade because like the graphics were better. I guess you're right. Like it, it, it was just a, a multiplayer experience that didn't exist anywhere else. And then it's right think, now we've got we've got Ninja Turtles, like we've got experiences that, like I I, I, feel, I feel like, and this is a compliment by the way. I'm not dissing this game, but I feel like Left for Dead, for example, is uh. What we like, what nostalgic gamers today, when they think about Turtles in Time or X Men, you know, or the Simpsons, like in the, in, or the Simpsons in the arcade, it's like what they actually thought those games were. Interesting yeah. thing about the Simpsons is recently they finally released that after I don't know how many years on Xbox Live Arcade. 
sure enough, I downloaded it and played it with my friends, and I'm sure as many millions of other people experienced, it was kind of a hollow shell of what I remembered, and I don't know if oh, that's yeah. just uh, me being a kid and being more impressed by that, or just it was, the arcade atmosphere lent a certain... Uh, it was the catharsis of spending real money to continue. Well, yeah, so I think it was being a kid. I really you, can't, it... you can't enjoy it without, number one, having real money to put into it, and number two, having people to see if you mess up. I think those are the two factors that we need. I think the, the thing that you that would potentially get people back into arcades is if there were a bigger, stronger, kind of competitive game community. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, people playing uh, Street Fighter and King of Fighters and Tekken and such. But the thing is, like, even uh, in Los Angeles, where they do have a lot of that community and a lot of the best players um, in the world come from there, the, the big arcade they played in was Arcade Infinity, and that has closed because they uh, they lost their lease. They couldn't afford to be there anymore. And then uh, just this month, uh, Family Arcade and Japan Arcade in L.A. are closing, and so now there are basically no arcades in L.A. anymore, which was the last place that there were some kind of close to an actual city. All right, so, so, so additional complicating factor. I was just having... Lunch, I'm thinking probably I shouldn't say who I was having lunch with, but oh. it was a designer at a major AAA studio. Now, when you say yeah. lunch, are you talking about high luncheon? Yeah, we, we had a high luncheon. A good uh-huh. old high luncheon is a good and, uh, and But anyway, the point is, I'm not, you know, I'm obviously not name dropping because I'm not telling you his name, but. That's it, also, he, it's kind of worse, but keep going. It's worse. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to He's so cool, you can't even know about him. I'm not trying to impress you. I just want to say, and it will become clear why I can't say who it is, this guy used to work in uh, arcades, right? He used to make arcade games. Mm-hmm. And he was saying to me that the big problem that they have, or had, actually the level of corruption, because like every arcade they dealt with was a money laundering operation. Really? Yeah, that is true. There's a lot of sleazy arcades. Anyway, right. I want to say that I think the way to get people back into arcades is to reboot the arcade as a concept by making uh, minimalist eSport video games uh, yeah. that, that are suitable to have mounted like in the, in the, the, the bar top at a bar. Like right? baby cats. And then, and then yeah. and are, progre- and are projected on giant HD screens that, are like, like that would otherwise have basketball or football games on them. Right, so you're just watching a couple of bar patrons compete in a minimalist sort of super air hockey kind of game, and then well, you kind of start from there. I mean, you're my, basically my, starting sorry. over. You're, I mean, that's how games, that's how arcade games started. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like putting pong in a bar is kind of how it started. And, we need uh, we need to make Ender's Game for knuckle draggers. The difference will be the difference will be that they'll have to be like bespoke games that you can't get anywhere else. Exactly. That's, that's like the the you know the the arcades back in the day were like you know video libraries like Blockbuster. It's just a whole bunch of stuff you can get anywhere. So but why would you Starcraft why, for bars? Bar. Why would you only Barcraft. put it? In bar? Why wouldn't you put it anywhere else? Like I, that would that that's a tough sell. I don't. You have to start a movement. You need to put it in a cool place. It doesn't have to be a bar. So here's, here's how it works, right? I mean, I don't imagine myself manufacturing. Manufacturing is boring. Then you've got to start to deal with the mobsters and everything. Yeah. I just want to run a bar. Not the mobsters. 
Like, I want to commission games. Well, that's no, kind of what Baby Castles tries to do, except it's not really a bar. Um, Baby Castles is, uh, is like an installation. Well, they're fucked. There's, there's no, there's we no. We can't help, help them now. Yeah, well, nope. the answer is Baby Castles, maybe. Barcraft. Barcraft. <laughs> Question number two. Right. Considering the games which are colloquially called AAA, what would constitute a double or single A title? Oh, Brandon knows. I do. What is Brandon? Because <laughs> Brandon just just delivered an article to me about a double A game, in his opinion, uh, like a couple hours ago. Is it Resident Re- Evil Six? Resident Evil Six, yeah. <laughs> Why is Resident Evil um, Six a double A and not a triple A game? Because uh, because they they don't pay attention to the details. Like they they got that that uh, they got that weekend at Bernie's thumbs up anim- animation where it looks like Leon is a is a corpse who's being Who's, who's having his wrist tugged on yeah, by a rope off the sprout up his anus, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just saying, the more I hear about this game, the more I want to play it. Appreciate oh, man, it. You, job. you don't actually but, uh, play it. Just the demo will show you the way. And then you'll be like, okay. So a double-A game would be a game that aspires to be a triple-A game but misses the mark. And I think a single-A game would be something like Two Worlds or Two Worlds 2, which is a uh, an RPG with, that's uh, meant to be sandbox style and has you know yeah, yeah. trees and everything, but it's made on a crazy cheap shoestring budget in Poland, and so like, like these guys... Mountain Blade Warband would be a single-A game. Yeah. See, I think, okay, what Brandon is saying here is uh, he's calling Resident Evil a double-A game. Uh, Resident Evil is right now a triple-A game because it's made with the budget. Right now, the only distinction... What Brandon seems to be calling for is a redefinition of a triple... Yeah. Of a, of yeah, triple yeah. See, see, the problem I with Brandon's Brand, definition yeah. is is that basically it suggests that triple-A games tend to be good, and I don't... Right. I resent that. I, they yeah. like, like I said on Twitter today, Resident Evil 6 did not invent terrible video games, guys. I don't know if you saw that tweet. Got 44 retweets. I don't know if I... I don't know why any of you out there are not following Tim on Twitter. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you just get on it, man. Come on. So, uh, I mean, I think that, you know, I think Gears of War and Call of Duty Modern Warfare are good games, and they're AAA games. Yeah, Cod, uh, Cod Mod is definitely a AAA game. Yeah. They, they actually put, uh, they, they put a whole lot of attention to detail, whether and you I think it or not. I think Resident Evil 4, uh, in the past generation, was at the time a AAA game. But isn't that just a? Isn't it just a good game? Like you know, well, Resident- it's not a AAA game. I always think of AAA game as as big budget, and that includes marketing. Yeah, well, AAA means budget, attention big to marketing. Deta- if attention to details what distinguishes it, then Metal Gear Solid 4 would be a quadruple A game. Metal Metal Gear Solid 4 is probably like a quintuple A game. Well, I mean, you, so you need to. Uh, I think you do need to factor budget into it. Budget. Here's how I think about it. It's like, you know, when you go in the phone book and you're looking for, like, a masseuse and, and it's like there is, like, AA a budget, and then there's, yeah. like, AAA masseuse. <laughs> and you, you know, the further, the more A's there are, like, the worse the masseuse probably is and the sleazier and... and I don't more. think that's how we think of AAA games, Ben. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really... <laughs> I've actually never had a professional massage. Can you believe that? No, no me neither. I've wanted no. one. I've always wanted one. I thought Nobody I... had enough A's. 
Yeah. I, I ran a goddamn marathon, for God's sake, and I, I didn't, I, you know, I, I deserve a sports massage. I think of AAA almost exclusively in terms of marketing budget. Frankly, I, I, I think of AAA as being the summer blockbuster movie, uh, whether whether it's good or not, whether there's any substance or if it's a hollow right. shell, it's still like a summer blockbuster I think movie. That's right, right. But, I but think it's, Resident- also, it's, it's the length of the tutorial that's probably like one of the most <laughs> diagnostic things. Well, yeah, if you go by like Brutal Legend is like the ultimate AAA video game because its tutorial yeah. is as long as the game. Yeah, yeah. but if you so the problem right up till the end. The problem with that definition is that, like, the if if you're talking about money spent versus how many people are on the team, let's say, then Fez is a triple A game because it took five years. They had to spend a bunch of money on it, but and it, uh, it was made guys. by like yeah, like three four guys. So but what was the no bunch, tutorial? Was the, no tutorial. the tutorial was way too short. It can't be triple A. So a, a triple, <laughs> it's got to be like this is Zelda Sky, Skyward Sword and give you like fully 35 hours of tutorial. Okay, look, so Super gonna, Mario Galaxy. I'm going to agree with you, Brandon. I'm going to agree that that attention to detail and game being solid should be a requirement of something to be triple A. But right yeah. now in 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 this industry, it, it's it's not right now at this at this precise moment. Unfortunately. They they have a lowest common denominator and they stick to it. I feel like you know if, if we're going to call Resident Evil Six a double A game, we've we've got to call Dead Space a double A game, and we've got to call like a couple other things that are just kind of uh, anything THQ has ever made. Anything with yeah. zombies in it is a double A game at this point. So like I I would say Warhammer Forty Thousand. That's uh, the, I mean the Space Marine Space Marine game that just came out last year. That's a double A game, but it's a good one. It's not an. I'd say it's like a. I'd say it's like a two point two five A. Two point two five A. Don't sure. don't get too persnickety with your A's here. Two point two five A. Acting like some kind of an a hole. Somebody else can lose one of the A's. How how are A's defined? How are A's defined? Dark Souls has got to be a double A game, right? Dark Souls and Demon Souls both feel like double A games. That's yeah, fun. sure. The font they put in there. Any any yeah. game that uses those fonts that Japanese games use for English, the, those are always double A games. Yeah. Nintendo Wii, double A console. Mm-hmm. No, uh, before the no, buzzer, no, before the buzzer, no, I just, before the buzzer, I just want to say Ziggurat is a nine volt game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You got it. Nine volts. Question number three. Let's do it. When are in-game purchases or DLC worth paying for? Always. Every time. (laughs) Yeah, like in Farmville, when I just got to do it, I do it. When you really want it. (laughs) I don't know. That's that's like a totally subjective question. It's really like when you feel like it, it's worth it. If it it compels you, then it's worth it. I played this game, uh, Ascension. On the iOS, and it's just a it's a deck building card game. I think I've mentioned it before. You mentioned it. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know I was playing it for free with my friends and like Adam Saltzman and people, and then they mentioned that the other the unlockable, uh, downloadable uh, extra packs were were pretty fun and changed the game significantly. And then they were on sale for ninety nine cents, and I bought them. So. You know, it's just if remember, you decide you want it. I remember you were saying when you had when you had just gotten your iPad, you're like, "Yeah, I got a bunch of these free to play games." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yep." But but hold like, it, hold yeah. it. I mean, I decided that I wanted uh, some of the 
Tiny Tower Bucks. The Tower Bucks in Tiny Tower. Why? Explain why you wanted that ever. I don't know, but I wanted it, right? <laughs> I'd been playing for a while, and then it had switched off all the systems, so I was just making me make the elevator go up and down. Did you buy them and then immediately cry? <laughs> and I guess I was bored, right? Because I really wanted to have the, the game back, you know? Yeah, the and game's it switched really itself off. So uh, it said that for, like, five bucks, I could have the game back for a little while. And yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, that's sad. Well, so I remember Brandon saying to me, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do any of these microtransactions. And I'm like, oh, what if you do? And he's like, well, I won't. And then he like totally like two days later was like, yeah, I bought some stuff. And what it was, was not Princess, two days later. It was it was two or three days later. Princess. But I, re- I regretted it. it. I, you know, I regretted yeah, it. That's it the whole the point of this. This story is that I felt sad and, I, you know. But you know when I when I unlock levels in a game that I like, that's okay. That's just shareware, right? I mean, I'm okay with that. So, New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the Nintendo 3DS uh, has 3 uh, the 3D. 3D. It has 3D. a uh, uh, they they're releasing like these content packages next week or this week or today or something, where there's like two new levels for the coin challenge mode and something for like two dollars, and it's like. That's not a bad deal for $2. Like, they're giving you a whole bunch of new Super Mario Brothers. New. How much was the game, though, in the first place? I think it's like thirty nine ninety nine. See, I think that makes a difference, right? Yeah. Well, the, reason I, the reason I bought, like, the, those coins or whatever in Princess Pajama was because I had been playing the game for, like, five hours, and I really enjoyed it. And I was like, there's no way for me to give these guys money for this. I- Oh, so it's like gratuity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's commonly regarded. I have worked at a lot of companies making free to play games. Uh they they all I, I notice I don't have a full time job because I I don't want to work full time for people like that. But they all talk about this phantom customer who uh just buys some stuff in the game, you know. For, because they like the game a lot and they buy it, right? And it's it. like, right? And let me tell you what, all those people who said that sure did stiff me on my paycheck. <laughs> why I don't uh, have a job right now, right? Which is why I had to make my own stupid game company, right? To here's here's just, another thing, Tim. Uh, here's another thing that stiff uh, jerks on their paycheck is how it's going. Uh, that that compels people to buy stuff. Um, going back to Left 4 Dead 4. I mean, Left 4 Dead 4, yeah. Left yeah. 4 Dead 4. Left 4 Dead 4. Uh, someone's <laughs> knocking Dead on my 16. door. And I'm not going to answer it. It's not me at your door. Okay. Well, I'm not going to answer the door. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, yeah, Left 4 Dead, they... I was playing it with my friends, and yeah. then new content came out, and everybody wanted to play it, so we all had to buy it. And so... Yeah, the, guy, the guy at your door is muscly, and his t-shirt says, Train Hard on it. Does it? Is he still there? Oh, you know what? I think it's the uh, the property manager guy. Oh. oh, God. Okay, I guess I have to actually answer this. Bye, everybody. Hold on. We were talking... What was the topic? When is it right to make a purchase? Oh, oh. Yeah. I was going to say that I saw on the tweeters today uh, the Greg Wolwind, one of the guys who made uh, Gasketball, posted about how the number one player of basketball in the world, the guy who has tweeted and uh, uh, is, tweeted his shots more than anybody else, the guy who is at the top of all the leaderboards, the guy who has lost 
logged dozens of hours in the game has not bought a single micro. That's pretty great. <laughs> Why the heck would you? That game does not really uh, inspire you to buy things. Yeah, well, it sort of does. You pay two ninety nine to uh, unlock all of the little thingies. What if I don't care about that? Hey. Well, he, this guy obviously did care about the thingies. He played the game for dozens of hours. He's logged 650 hours. I just That's a lot of 150. I mean, Maybe he's broke and like, playing on a stolen iPhone or something. On his stolen retina. Actually, Brandon, that's... iPad only. Actually, Brandon, that's only 350. Oh, snap. Now, can, can I... I want to say something about... Who's played... Who here has played Basketball? I've played it uh, have, for at least seven hours of my life. I've played it for at least uh, 45 minutes, almost. Oh, yeah, there you go. I, I want to say that when they were still making it, and I was on their test flight... Yeah, I was on uh, their test flight, too. It had, like... Yeah. It, it had things about it that I really liked, and now I can't really enjoy it because they had to take them out. That counts. <laughs> that was good. That was like we kind of answered the question. Yeah, we did. I, 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 what what did. question were we answering? I was Welcome back, Frank. Frank. We were finishing the one about microtransactions. <laughs> Topic number four. Okay. Which games feature the best underwater segments? Oh, man. Under W, as I call it. A Mario 64 has some of my favorite underwater stuff. I like how really? Mario 64... That's like, that's, like, that's like swimming in glue. Yeah, but it's not about how it. Well, I guess it's about how it feels, but not in a tactile sense. It just, it, it, I don't know. To me, at the time, it just felt like I was actually underwater. I was, I was hecka fat, and I had my bedroom door locked, and I had my CRT TV and the air conditioning on, and uh, it was pretty That's cool. Like lights, lights off. I don't know. I think Super the Mario only 64. thing. That, I think the only thing that made swimming in Super Mario sixty four bearable was the fantastic music, but good other music. If you remove the music from those underwater stages, it's kind of intolerable. Foodie, are you down with uh, Banjo-Kazooie's underwater segments? No, I'm not a console guy. I, don't, I never played that. Are you down with uh, Diablo 2's underwater? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a couple. What are some- I'm going to say, like, I don't know. I mean, it, what? what? What's that one that Robin Arnett made where you have to put, like, the, the, the gas mask on? Oh, the under underwater, undersea, deep, deep diver, deep sea. whatever. Deep, Bioshock. Deep sea. Bioshock, yeah. Bioshock, yeah, that's the one. You're not underwater in Bioshock. You are. <laughs> You're in a city underwater, okay. You're in a city underwater the entire time. I don't no. think it counts. Um, I have three. Maybe it doesn't count. I have, I, have, I, have, anyway. and I And I have two when you're done, so let's make time for me. Okay, I'm going to make time for Frank. Um, okay. Mine are pretty quick. One is Tomb Raider, I believe, Underworld, which was the 361 that was original and not the remake, um, or not Legends. And, uh, With a and creepy drowning animation? Um, yes. Sweeping, uh, swimming under there and uh, and hanging out with those treasures and, and caves and stuff was actually kind of fun. Uh, then I also like I In the Hunt, which is a an IRAM uh, shooting game where you're a submarine. That's a fun, uh, entirely underwater thing. And then I really like the underwater submarine sequences in uh, Shubibin Man 2, a.k.a. Shockman. For the, yeah, uh, Shockman. For the Turbo Graphics, because you basically your your guys just turn into uh, submarines 
and uh, and the graphics completely change and, and get fancy and uh, and it's a fun time and there's good music and the controls are good so there. Nice. Uh, my two really quick. Um, Echo the Dolphin is entirely a cool underwater level. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Echo the Dolphin and then uh, I was I really like the genuine uh, fear of drowning in the uh, swimming necessary parts of Metal Gear Solid Two. Okay, yeah, that was all right. I felt like the timing on that was like as far as like the distance you had to go versus how long he could hold his breath. I just felt like the timing was tweaked to be just perfect for uh, scaring the hell out of me. Maybe this is I, like, I, like, <clears throat> I liked how the water looked in Tomb Raider One on the PS One. Yeah, sure. yeah, it was pretty sweet. I like that moment in GG Sonic the Hedgehog where you get to like skip along the water like a ball before you fall in and then you feel frustrated because it's really slow to move around underwater. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say, I, I really, while, while that is cool, I really don't like being underwater in yeah. Sonic. No, no, because it sucks, right? But that feeling yeah. like I'm gonna try to skip as much of this as possible. If you guys were, uh, were feeling like letting me talk, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> so I was, I was gonna say my favorite underwater levels are Sonic the Hedgehog, man. And I was gonna, but I hate them. So I was gonna pretend I like them. Labyrinth Zone is when you turn off Sonic 1. That's what it's for. So James Pond won. James, any love for James Pond? I like those games quite a deal. I like Robocod. I really like, well, it's a different game though. I really like jumping underwater in Mega Man games. Yeah, because you jump really high. Yeah. Because they got it right, because you're weightless down there. I don't think we have enough of your accent to appreciate James Pond properly. James Pond. Yeah. James Pond. You've got to be from Australia to like James Pond. you got to be from the not America. <laughs> uh, okay, so, all right. So, you know I what like actually James has Pond. the best the best underwater level is in New Zealand Story. Yeah, there you go. I like that one, actually. I was going to bring that up as a joke, re the uh, whole Australian down under area. That's but, New Zealand. It, yeah, but it's also pretty cool. It's the Australian down under area is what I called it. The D-U-A. That's what it's called. It's the D-U-A. It's like the, the E-A-U, right? Mm-hmm. It gets called Oceania by most American websites. The down under area. Is that how it's yeah. pronounced? I thought it was always Oceania. Oceania. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking as somebody who grew up in Oceania, that's that's how we're gonna say. It. I'd hang out there. I'd hang out in Oceania. Oceania. I would definitely like Oceania. Yeah, something like that. So, did you like the? You know what? You know what is a really good underwater level is that Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Yeah, yeah. That's an underwater that's like level. Too much longer. I actually just watched uh, the whole BBC Blue Planet documentary on Netflix a couple weeks ago. And so, anyway, I want to say that my favorite underwater levels are the ones in Super Mario Brothers 3, I think. They're okay. I still think that, that uh, New Zealand Story nailed the same idea a little better. It had more of a it, – it, they felt more like a really clever labyrinths. Right. Emphasis on the labyrinth. They're not, not mazes, but labyrinths. I really like the part in Ninja Turtles on the Nintendo when you got to defuse the bombs. No, no you no. don't. <laughs> no, no, nobody likes that. <laughs> nobody likes that one. Underwater levels are a bit of a, of a, of, of a, of a hatefulness. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, is just high, like, hey, you were high. enjoying moving around in this game. Gee, did yeah, you were You're just to touch on the core, the core concept of that topic, but now we have to move on. We got it. Number five. Who is the Alan Moore of video games? You mean Alan Moore, the uh, the oh uh, Jeff Minter? Uh, really? Because he looks uh, like him? 
Yeah, yes. that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's. I don't know. Frank, it's it's not nice to stereotype people based on what they look. <laughs> He's got the beard. Come on, he looks like Alan Moore. There are two <laughs> things that come to mind when I say Alan Moore. Uh, I think deconstruction of a genre or a medium, which is what he's kind of specialized in, and also the can't, thing... can't see the jacking off motion of my hand right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and number two, um, the thing that people point to to say, oh, this is totally legitimate because we've got this guy. So you're saying Ken Levine? Yeah. Bioshock? M- maybe. Oh. Oh and God. I would make oh. that Bioshock more like... So. Bioshock didn't deconstruct anything. Bioshock, more like Bioshock. Watchmen, more like Botchmen. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you could compare them because I, I, in ter- I don't know that Watchmen completely deconstructed that genre. I it mean, sure pretended to. Can I, can I just say that, that I don't think anybody has tried to make a deconstructivist video game? There's there's a couple of people who make jerking off motions with their hands and then uh, their employees diligently make a video game. But that's no, but that's why we can't have it. Is that you guys are making jerking off motions with your hands? Well, I, see, okay, okay. First of all, I make jerking off motions with my hands about pretty much anything. It's like my microwave is. I put something in there for a minute, and it's like there's still like 50 seconds left. I go come. Oh, yeah. Like don't, don't make fun of me, Bennett. I have a serious medical condition that I have to do this 24 hours a day. <laughs> he's like, he's like Bob. It's a serious Bob. problem. It's a, I think, it's look, I, I like, disorder. I like Watchmen. I like all of those, uh, oh, those yeah. postmodernist comics. I like Sandman. They're know. all right. Yeah. But that, they did that because. Swamp Thing is cool. The medium had become incredibly stale, and, and and that hasn't happened yet with video games. So oh, exactly, yeah. it has happened. We totally <laughs> need this. Yeah, that was that was my joke there. That was, we need that. When's yeah. it going to happen? I yeah, think, I think what? you know that like that that swamp thing is a uh, is is really fantastic, really fantastic kind of reimagining of that of that thing that was pretty stale, and I don't think we have anybody doing that at all. Yeah, I have uh, a lot of people who. Uh, give a lot of games more credit than they probably deserve. And I'm going yeah, uh, to say, say Quop is the, is the first postmodern game. <laughs> sure. That's a really good game. I like that one. I really like um, I, uh, Antichamber gets pretty close to that. I haven't played it. Yeah, it's not out yet. But, it's uh, too hard. It's, it's a very difficult game, but it kind of it kind of deconstructs the, I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have a good answer, which is that, that level halfway through English Country Tune. In what? I don't know what that is. So, uh, Stephen Lavelle made a game called... Did you just make a big, giant oh. sigh? I just want to say... Like, like, jerking off uh, gesture with my hand. I just oh, want to say that when you Google Jeff Minter, it lists Space Giraffe as an album. Nice. nice. That's pretty cool. I'd play that but, album. Seriously, seriously, uh, there's this moment. I look, you, since none of you will play it anyway, even though I recommended it, I'll just tell you what happens. Like I don't halfway... know what game you're talking about. English, English Country, Country Tune. Tune. Oh, English Country Tune? Okay, yeah. keep going. So you get to this level halfway through where it's like suddenly the interface is different. It's got these buttons. It's got no instructions. And the it turns out you have to make your own level to progress. But you have to make a level that you can clear. And you think that sounds really trivial and easy, but he's sort of like set up the rules of the game. So it, it you know, it, it looks trivial, but then five hours later, you're still trying to just make a tiny little level that you can clear with like three blocks and you can't do it. And, and then you go insane. I'm ready to go insane. 
but but yeah, it's the first time I've ever had a game where it's like, you know, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of levels. You know, I've crafted these puzzles for you. Now you craft a puzzle. You see, you see how you like it. I see how easy it is to be a video game designer. Not very easy. I feel I like know. Alan Moore. When I think Alan Moore, I think he's very wordy. So what's the video game equivalent of being wordy in a comic? Yeah, um, and it can't literally be wordy though. That, that would yeah, be yeah. cheap. This is Aonuma. Yeah. In words for no reason. Aonuma. Yeah. Aonuma. The Zelda games. Yeah. All the Zelda games. They're just they have a, they have a lot of word like repetition things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mental noise is just echoing around in those games. Little text boxes that you have to read, even if you don't want to. No, what, I, what I'm saying is that is that wordiness, the, the equivalent of an Alan Moore comic book wordiness in a video game, would not actually be words. It would be like would be mechanics that are too elaborate or needs to be edited more. Baroque, baroque mechanics. Yeah, it would be something like that. It would it would be like overly complicated games, like Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter Four's got a couple of extra things kind of hanging, dangling I, off. I of wouldn't it. say it's overly complicated though. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah, because you've got an arcade cabinet in your basement, and you've got a whole bunch of Neo Geo games. And uh... yeah, I guess uh, I'd say I mean, a World of Warcraft might be an example. Have you seen that user interface? Yeah, yeah. people people love Lolan at that one. But that's, I think that's so unfair to Alan Moore right now. Yeah. He did put lots of words and lots of talking. Yeah, but none of the things that he made were like catastrophes. No, they're all all right. Yeah. I, I think I think Watchmen... I think he's very dumb. consistently good. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I still think Watchmen is dumb. He's not consistently great. You lose! So the answer was nobody. The answer is there has not been okay. one, but maybe was, we need one. Co- Jeff Minter was the answer. Come on. It's, it's uh, Stephen Lavelle, and in a few years he will look like Alan Moore. So. Okay, okay. we'll be right back after a short break on the InterCredit Podcast. Back to the Insert Credit Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gore Blacks Jaffe. Joining me this week, Tim Rogers. Hey, what's up? Bennett Foddy. Hello. Brandon Sheffield. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. And Frank, <laughs> and Frank Cifaldi. So, so, according to you, Bennett Foddy is joining us as always. Yeah, joining yeah, us as always. He's a permanent part of the cast from here on. He's, oh, he's always in our hearts. Sorry about that, foodie. Looks like you're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> also, right. uh, uh, Jaffe, how come you never you don't say your first name anymore? I'm dropping it. What's up with that? I'm dropping it. You're just dropping your first You were going without a first name from now on. I've transitioned Gorblax into my first name. Wow. How about this? How about Gorblalix? Gorblalix? No, I don't like it. Too wilting. I like that a lot. Okay, let's continue the podcast. This one's a little complicated, so bear with me. Uh, I love those. Uh, You can send three portable games, either discs or cartridges or downloadable titles, on one device to everybody in the world. What are they? Oh, they have to be portable games? Yes, because you can't give everyone a TV. That's just ridiculous. Quap, Gerp. 
pole riders. <laughs> does no. it have to be? Does it have to be? Uh, you know, like the same system, three on the same system. Yes, it does. This mm. has to be a standard issue GI thing. We are air dropping these. Kirby's tilt and tumble. Okay. Wait, no. Wait. Uh, so here, here's a question: Are we? Do we get are we trying to? Are we giving them stuff that we want? them uh, that we would like or are we giving them stuff that we think a majority of people would enjoy i think well, we are, we are doing whatever play. we whatever yeah. we think would benefit uh the yeah. world slash us the best the yeah hmm. um so i am thinking um buttons i'm thinking of portable with buttons because uh as much as i love touchpad stuff i don't know man you know what i think i think you get that uh get that game boy color get yourself tetris uh yeah. Uh, one of them Final Fantasies. Um, no, no, get, a, get a Game Boy Advance, so you got the color if yeah. you want it. Is right. there a good Tetris on Game Boy Advance? I don't recall there being but one. You can, put a, put, you can give them the black and white. Yeah, Game Boy oh, Advance right. SP can play original games. Yeah, games. Yeah, That's no, the best yeah. one. So it's so a backlit SP, right? Yeah, the, the, the ugly teal or weird magenta one. Yeah. Right. I've got one right here on my sofa. Yeah, I got Oh, one. cool. Bring it over, please. I okay. won a Game Boy Advance SP in a rock paper scissor championship. That's a story for another time. Yeah, but it's just that's rock the whole time. Uh, scissors actually. Oh, uh, scissors won you. Yeah, yeah nobody picks scissors. Everybody, everybody wants to be paper because it's the easiest. Yeah. Lazy jerks. Like, like rock paper scissors. That should be the game. Thumb, <laughs> thumb wrestling. No, no, you can't drop hand motions, Tim. They have to be games. The sheets of paper that explain the rules. Okay, um, so I'm uh, going to rule out. I'm going to rule out like all commercial platforms other than the iPhone because there's no indie games on them. Right. I'm going to rule out the iPhone too because these have to be primarily video game devices. Um, oh, well, iPod, 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 touch. opposite thing. So, yeah, I'll do iPod Touch. And I will airdrop, uh, let's see, English Country Tune again, because okay. nobody has played it. Like if you take away one thing from this podcast, play English Country Tune, I guess. And it's, and it's also going to be a realistic summer sports simulator that's going to be on there. Oh, I like that one so much. Yeah. Okay, sorry. People need that. And, and maybe three? like Super Hexagon, I guess. Super All right. Hexagon. Okay, that's definitely not the one that I would choose. I mean, that's not the that is not the configuration of things that I would have happen. What would you have? Yeah, what would you have? I would have Tetris. Oh, Tetris! What? Everybody's played oh, Tetris, though. Everyone's played it. Not everyone. Not, there aren't people is, like Malaysia who played Tetris. It's yeah. like the definition of played out, and even people in Malaysia can buy like. What does, a, what does a person who hasn't played Tetris look like? I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. That's that's Vice, a question Vice, for the next Tim, episode. Okay, Tim, 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 Tim. Sometimes they look just like you. Oh yeah. my God! Was oh, I, that, was that, not... Let me tell you, I look hideous right now. But I've got if, a mirror. If I see one of those guys, you know, right across from me, if I find out that they haven't played Tetris, I figure I figure we'll all just point at them and we'll scream at the same time. Well, it's kind of like you know, uh, <laughs> like. Like, when's the right time to kiss her? Well, you'll just know. I think you'll just know when you see someone who's never played Tetris. <laughs> did I, did I what miss else? something? What else? You, you just said here? Tetris. Yeah, did I miss yeah. something with the prompt that, like, this is Games not for just... all the people in the world to play? I thought it was games that, that, that people could, if they were only going to have three games, period, that they could continue to have a fun time with. No, no, you're no, airdropping no. three games with a thing to play them on to everybody. You're trying to, you're trying to further 
the 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 medium. You're trying oh. to progress the medium. Yeah, okay, I kind of wasn't listening at the very beginning, I guess. I, I never <laughs> yeah. paid attention and it was complicated. I wasn't listening, like, I haven't been listening to anything. So okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, up. Yeah, it can't, it's got to be handheld. That's not going to work. Yeah, it doesn't be handheld. I don't think the handheld... Uh, I would have a... Uh, I would do an iPod Touch. i do an iPad, personally, but go on. Uh, I would do an iPod Touch with Cannabalt. Yep. Robot Unicorn Attack and Jetpack Joyride. That's <laughs> just oh, three variations of the same exact game. Yeah, it's like, do you like this jerk? Do you Tiny like wings. Tiny Wings? Tiny Wings. Tiny Wings Two. First of all, which is brilliant because it's just an update to Tiny Wings. It's called Tiny Wings, I think. Tiny Wings. Tiny Wings is <laughs> god darn. Beautiful. Have you yeah. guys played that? It's a real bedtime no. story of a video game. Uh, no. Tiny Wings too, with the the water pits, uh, and the more arcadey. Uh, it just. I be- kind of feel like I got it after the first one, and also it didn't need like extra stuff. In did the, you in the Did design. you play too though? No. Oh, it's got some Explain video. Why I didn't? It's got some video gamey tastiness to it. So here's 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 my, I think my goal with this is I'm, I'm I'm assuming that people are going to uh, play the games more than likely. And I think the best thing to do is maybe convince people who uh, think video games are stupid that they don't have to be. So I would do an iDevice. I would put uh, the port of The Last Express, which just came out. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's really fantastic, sweet. Yeah, just to con- just to show people that games can actually tell like compelling, intelligent stories. Um, intelligent story. I, cry- I cried at the end of that game. I cried. It's a fantastic game. Um, yeah, it's a really good one. I-, I would start there. English Country Tune, Robot Unicorn Attack, and no. Last Express. Cannibalt and the Last Express. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Cannibalt is better than Robot Unicorn Attack, okay? Topic number seven. If they haven't begun already, there's about to be a lot of jokes about people wanting to visit a real Nintendo land. What would be the attractions in such a theme park? Oh, man, in a real Nintendo land? Man, there'd be some kind of, like, preschool kid Animal Crossing-themed, like, farm area. Yeah. A petting zoo, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with, with midgets, uh, little people, <laughs> dressed up dressed up as animals and just covered in, like, like furry outfits, and you would pet them, and they would, pet them, yeah. they, they would make pornographic noises. If you, you, couldn't, them. You, you, you couldn't just pet them, you would need, like, a, a tutorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be a real Nintendo Land would be like a college, like a city college, basically. Yeah, where they just teach you about video game characters. They would teach no, no. They teach you how to enjoy going on a ride. Yeah. If you want to go left, hit the left yeah. button. If you want to yeah. go down a hill, ride the roller coaster. And then you, you go to the go corn dog stand, and, and you like you think about buying a corn dog, and they're like, you know, well, first of all, you need to know what to do with a corn dog. Right, and then after they hand you a corn dog, they go, "Hey, that's a corn dog. You can yeah. use that for eating." Yes, yes. <laughs> there would be a try, uh, try a it now, and you'd be like, "No, I think I'll eat it a bit later," and they'll be like, "No, seriously, try it now." <laughs> yes. When you got would... when you got change for your corn dog, they would explain to you how currency works. When you get the corn dog, then the cops would come and they they would they would grab you and they would pull you into like an interview room where there's like a hundred corn dogs laid out on the table and they're like, okay, we're gonna teach you how to eat these. 
and then you can eat the one that you've got. And then they're like, this guy over here is going to hold your corn dog, and so he's holding it, and then you have to eat all of the other ones on the table. It's like, but 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 it, it would be amazing for rides, at Nintendo Land, right? Yeah. Well, once you graduated. What would you, be yeah, like what, the big roller coasters at Nintendo? You would be you would be in line for about fifteen hours. Let's say forty hours, right? Give or take. Yeah, and, uh, and then at the end, you'd be thinking how great it was that you'd, you'd you'd waited through forty hours to be able to to get on the ride, and this was just, it. Just had to be the most incredible ride, especially given you'd waited that long. And then it would just roll credits, and that would be that would be it. That would, <laughs> that would be the Zelda ride, yeah. Yeah, the Sammy and Line ride. I think yeah. you'd have a uh, turnip harvesting area. From I that, think uh, the Zelda ride is a, too. I think the Zelda ride is a hedge maze, which is so packed with people that you're just waiting to get through the whole time. It's like waiting to see if you're supposed to turn left. Right? Isn't, isn't that like the EverQuest Land ride though? I mean, that's more like I don't know. I never played any of those games. It wasn't like the thing. <laughs> I'm never going to play an EverQuest game. <laughs> But I'm given to understand that there were a bunch of these games where you had to like wait outside a dungeon while people in front of you cleared it. Oh god! So uh, Nintendo Land, they would they would make you strap on this like some kind of weird accessory, like like a like this wristband that constantly screeches at you or something, and uh, just keep trying to convince you that it's fun the entire day. You weren't allowed to ride roller coasters without a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you uh, if you if you try to leave to go to your car and come back, uh, Mr. Rossetti comes back and gives you a five hour lecture. Yep. And Mr. Rossetti, Mr. Rossetti. I, I think that there would definitely be some sort of ride where you're riding on a uh, like a, a a squid, some ride where you're riding on like a turtle shell. Yeah. And then there's a ride where like a penguin is teaching you how to ride a turtle. Yeah. And then there's another ride where a squid is teaching you how to ride a penguin. Whoa. It's like the rock, paper, scissors of uh, Mario rides. Yeah. I think there'd be a lot of water slides. Super Mario Galaxy would have a lot of water slides, I think. Inspiring. Yeah. I feel like Mario is allowed to take a lot of risks in those games, which they definitely wouldn't let you take you know, at their theme park. I think a lot of the rides would just be like, they put you in like an adult-sized stroller, and a guy would just like push you down like five feet. Like, yeah, but um, no, no. Flat, no, no. Oh, hold up. What, what if the guy is like a pedophile? Well, that's. I mean, how would you he know? He has that? to have like a code, and then you have no, to like. No, a, Bennett, you're thinking of the Sonic the Hedgehog theme park. No, no, but no, Bennett, Bennett's right. I mean, there, you have to have some kind of. Yeah, you have to verify that the guy's not Protection. a pedophile. Everybody has to be verified. Yeah, and you have to verify it yourself. And oh, you, and, you and, both and, have to go to the courthouse. And no, no, it's like, <laughs> it's like you you get to the park, right? think you can just go in with your friends and hang out but you can't yeah like well that's the weirdest thing it's like when you get on a roller coaster right you're always sitting next to somebody else right, right. and it's always somebody you know right because you nobody who goes who rides a roller coaster by themselves somebody might so yeah. there might be two people sitting next to one another who don't know each other so you definitely do need some sort of verification system that's right, right. Any, anything could happen so what you do is like you you make people have like a, a special kind of ticket and the tickets have to match. And if you and I, let's say we want to go to the, the theme park together, we can't just get on the ride together. Well, we again, have to... You, have to, you have to go to the courthouse, which is in Nintendo yeah. Land. You have, yeah. to, you have to wait in line, of course, uh, through the tutorial for the courthouse. You both have to submit your tickets to the judge at the same time. He will issue you both a certificate for one ride only. 
Right. And then you'll go to that ride, and then you have to repeat the process for the next ride. But, but you know, as a concession to people who don't have a lot of time, uh, you can you can go on the ride with a stranger as long as you agree not to talk or look at each other. And then there's another ride where you get to the top of the roller coaster hill, it stops, and you have to figure out how to, you know, change the <laughs> security key on your router. Right. <laughs> I think this metaphor just fell apart. <laughs> Uh, I want to say that the Luigi's Mansion uh, ghost house would be really fun. Yeah, because yeah. you have vacuum cleaners just yeah. sucking up ghosts. Well, yep. at least that ended on a positive note. Yeah, it's on the note of sucking up ghosts. Yeah. After Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom vs. SNK, and Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, what should Capcom fight next? Tetsunoko versus well, Marvel. they 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 also fought um, Tekken. What? Yeah, well, Tekken, no, so. just Street Fighter fought Tekken. So wait, there's going to be versus. But it really was Capcom because Mega no, Man is Fighter not. And, it was Street Fighter and Friends. Street Fighter. Yeah, it was okay. it was basically Capcom. Look, look. Here's how it's going to go. Was They're going to make a Smash Brothers game with all of the characters. Tatsunoko versus Capcom versus Street Fighter versus X-Men versus Marvel. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, wait. Versus what? Tekken. You forgot SNK. Versus SNK. I was about to say versus SNK. Or actually, I wasn't. So I, th- I think it should be uh, Capcom versus Hanna-Barbera. I would play that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say Capcom versus Hanna-Montana. I would play the heck out of that. It needs to be like Capcom versus Sprite that hasn't been updated in 20 years, right? Yeah, yeah it has, I mean, it's Yeah. Well, it's not true. Capcom versus Nintendo would be cool. Everybody wants that. That's the obvious answer. They've got Mario Mushrooms in Tekken 6 or Tekken 7. What, what Tekken are they on Yeah, now? I saw those. Yeah, so, like, Tekken is, like, as bad as something can possibly get, first of all. I mean, no offense to Tekken fans, but your rubes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. A guy uh, once flipped me off for insinuating that uh, Third Strike was better than Tekken. Well, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. You should have told that guy to flip himself off in the shower. I think that uh, so. that Capcom should uh, maybe focus on on having another versus Capcom game that's good. Like, Capcom versus Capcom. It, maybe just leave a bunch of these these cross-ups alone, and... Sega it, will put their characters in anything, so they could have Sega versus Capcom. Yeah. Cap- Capcom, Capcom versus Dan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Like, everybody Dan. you have to fight is Dan. I'd play yeah. Dan best. There's this... Play... No, you don't get to play Dan. He's, like, he's the only opponent. Yeah. <laughs> There's this uh, great... It's dra- Nintendo game, is what that sounds like. There's this great Dragon Ball Z game where one of the modes is you play as the worst jokey character and you have to fight all the other characters as the jokey character. I'd play that. Yeah. Capcom versus Spy versus Spy. (laughs) Yeah, I think they should have Capcom versus Scamco. They should just go all out. Soul Calibur and Tekken versus Street Fighter and... Do do you want to hear a really sad admission? A a really sad personal admission? Oh man, I'm ready. I would pay $60 for Capcom versus Naruto. Really? Oh, yeah. Those Naruto games are really fun. I, I like them. They're yeah. actually really good. They're good games, yeah. Made by CyberConnect2. CyberConnect2. The, the, the company's so nice, they hey, hey. put a 2 in the name. You know who made a couple Naruto games? Who? Kavya. Oh, they sure did. Yeah. That's true. How about uh, Capcom versus The Simpsons? Oh, maybe. 
You, I would you, need, play... you need something with a wide cast, which is why I was going uh, uh, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah Hannah Montana is a pretty good uh, Hannah Barb Hannah Barbtana. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Like you, you got you got Huckleberry Hound, but you could also have like Godzilla. Yeah, you know. Oh, Did you guys play any of those Bleach games? Uh, oh. Which ones? I played the DS, the the first two DS ones by Treasure. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, uh, you know they, the reason they basically had to stop making them is that the characters got so ridiculously powerful in the show or in the in the, in the manga that the, the, it, was, the, it was just going to have to be like you know you press the A button and your DS blows up. <laughs> it's because the anime was so hyperkinetic in its visuals that they 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 couldn't faithfully recreate the continuity without breaking the game. That's right. Was that like a treasure decision? Because okay, Bleach. Okay, there was like the Bleach series that Treasure made. One and two were fighting games, and then the third one with the exact identical name, but a three instead of a two, was like some crappy RPG thing. I'm not even kidding. Oh yeah, I, I know about like this. You could make a. Uh, there's a game I want to make that's actually inspired by Bleach. Uh, there's this scene in where, back when it used to be good in the first like five episodes. Oh, yeah, man. those those were all right. I, I saw those. So there's this scene where Zaraki, like, he just swings his sword, and his sword is so sharp that there's, like, all these buildings behind him get sliced in half, mm-hmm. even though he didn't go anywhere near them. And I want, I want a game like that, where you swing your sword and the entire world splits in half. Yeah, I want to do... kind of like uh, what Earth Defense Force 2013 is like. You just shoot things in the whole... 2017. 2017, 2017. I just want it to come God. sooner. But uh, you know, I, <laughs> you can't wait that long. You just you can't wait. You just want to defend the Earth ASAP. I would like to have a Capcom versus um, Call of Duty and or Modern Warfare uh, and or uh, and or Met, God, uh, God, God darn Medal of Honor, um, so that you could have you could be shooting Hadoukens and uh, Mega Man blaster blasts at at Call of Duty shoot bros. Oh, so you mean like an NFPS where you're Hadoukening instead of firing a gun? That's precisely what I mean. Yeah, about, I want it. How about Capcom versus Lego, where you fight all the Lego guys? Lego Star Wars, Lego Batman. Lego Batman, Lego Harry Potter? Yeah. yeah. That actually sounds almost too good. I just yeah. want to see Lego versus Lego. I want all those Lego guys. Yeah. Just each other. Lego, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Han Solo. Sure, go for it. I think what we need, period, period, and this is the dead honest truth, is Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. That's what we need. Really? Yeah. That's what we need. I'd play it. Yeah, I would. I would play Street Fighter if it was just that easy know. to do an uppercut like it is in Mortal Kombat. I would play Street, Street Fighter, Fighter versus, versus Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat with, the, with Kinect. the Kinect. I feel like that, feel would, like be that like would be the, like the oh, oh Major Echo. Major Echo. Yeah. Yeah. It's called delay. <laughs> yeah. 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 This might be a good time to stop and restart the call. No, no we're good. No, it's, it's back. Those those hiccups always happen. Yeah, right. uh, explain the Quap series to your mom. The Quap series? Yes, as in Quap and Gurp and Plop. And <laughs> I want someone else. Gerp. I want someone else to do this. I want to tell my mom it's a game about just some. It's a game about some stupid guy who can't run. <laughs> well, that would that would be your mom's understanding of the game if she saw it. <laughs> yeah, but but just I explain to your mom why it's a good game though. I think what I would do, uh, because this is kind of how I interact with my mom, is I would be like, this is uh, one of the best games that has been created, and uh, it has a really precise uh, control method 
that's really easy to pick up. Anyone can do it, and so I just want to see how it works for you. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, and then, and then, and uh, then watch her get flustered. Uh, and just keep going. No, no, just, no, God, tell what you. you. What are you doing? Like this is I so easy. I don't understand why you can't get this. <laughs> I, I I would just be straight up honest with my mom, and if I showed her quap, I would go, "Here, mom, this is a thing that I like, and it, you're gonna look at it and think that I'm gay." It's <laughs> basically what what what. <laughs> you know, I just want to just put the expectations right on the table. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to have to talk about it anymore. It's like if I were to show, like if I were to show my mom Gerp, my mom would be like, "Why isn't he using his legs?" Right? It's like, it's like that's a really good question that I wouldn't think. You know, you wouldn't give her the credit to pick up on that. But then she'd just be like, "I don't get it. I don't understand." It's like you're just climbing the mountain, or she'd be she would be sort of patronizing, like, "Well, that's neat," and then she'd, and then she'd walk away with. Uh, with uh, you know the thought in her head that I am probably gay, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and then she writes it in her diary. Yeah, I would just yeah, I would just her diary is just a hundred pages with my son is gay written on the page. <laughs> she needs to just deal with it. So what, dear yeah. diary? Further proof that Tim was gay occurred today. <laughs> you know, and it's just it's just dating all the way back to the time I decided to stop eating meat. I mean, it was right. your your yeah, it was your coming out. Yeah. That was the first one. The way I would explain Quap to my mom is, uh, Mom, Tim is gay. <laughs> I think it would be really easy to explain it to my mom. I'd be like, listen, this is a game where the controls are deliberately obtuse and uh, and it has amusing results and and this has made people the world round uh, have a nice big fun time for themselves, and then she would play it, and then she'd be like, "I can't do it," and I'd say, "That's the point," and she'd be like, "Okay," and then we'd have a big lull time, and then we would all, yeah, we'd all That's just pretty much it, pat out her, her bellies and laugh heartily. Oh, oh! If I would to, were to show my mom Clop, I would say, "See this game? When this guy first started making this game, that horse was brown, and now it's a unicorn." Why did my mom we... would go? My mom would go, "Oh." Okay, and I'd go, yeah, because I told him to make it a unicorn. <laughs> and then she'd go, she'd go, okay, and then she would go back to the diary. And... <laughs> why, why, didn't, why, didn't did, Klopp, he... why didn't we bring up Klopp last week when we were talking about games for bronies? Yeah, I didn't feel like it. What, what were you saying, Fadi? Well, I mean, I just wanted everybody to know that you're not exaggerating, and I totally did make it a unicorn at your suggestion. <laughs> oh, great. How did you ha, have you ever had to describe these things to your mom, Bennett Fuddy? Look, I don't think my mom has played them, and I haven't encouraged her to. And does she have some sense of you've made video games that like how many people have played Quap now? Yeah, I think she knows. How many people have played it? Do you have like a figure? I'm gonna say 120 million people. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's about as many people as Super Mario. Okay, maybe not. No, no, it's less than that, but it's more than played Bioshock. <laughs> it's made more than new, yeah. So your game is better than Bioshock. I, I, I thought you said Sewer Shark, and I was like, yeah, not that many play, people played play Sewer that. Shark. Sewer Shark is the bossness, dude. Have you played that game recently? Not recently. It's hilarious. My my self esteem is riding high this week because One Up asked uh, Keita Takahashi if he liked any indie games, and he said Quap. Wow, that's cool. So that's what I would tell my mom. 
Well, you would tell him that the guy who made Noby Noby Boy likes your game. (laughs) That's funny, because before I knew Bennett was going to be on the show, this question was originally, explain Noby Noby Boy to your mom. Oh, that's great. I would explain Noby Noby Boy to my mom. I'd say, it's a game about stretching a cylindrical object, and then she would go over to her diary. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You just keep pulling on it. You can pull on it all day, Mom. Look. You just keep stretching it. And then it snaps back. You can't. You can. You can break it if you stretch it hard enough. You can stretch it till it snaps off. Look. Look. I'll show you. I can. Make, I can snap it off. Have you guys ever broken the Noby Noby boy? Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. I I, I discovered that like that like after like two days of having that game, and then I, I broke him, and I was like, oh my god. You can't put it back. You can't have to eat yourself. I was like, how did I do that? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> what have and I done? I'm gonna go blind. I killed the wabbit. Yeah, I killed the wabbit. Yeah, so I, I I think that I feel like uh GURP would be the game to explain to people who are not necessarily internet or uh uh game savvy. I feel like GURP would be the one to show. Be like, look at this. And then because people who are always looking at the keyboard when they type anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're ever given a keyboard, they do look. Oh. The yeah, end. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say quickly, this is not in answering the question, but when I was at, uh, GDC and I was showing GURP on a screen, and Cliffy B said exactly that. He walks up, he goes, What is that? And I said, It's my game. Have you tried it out? And he goes, No. I would like to, really loudly. And there's this girl playing it who just, like, heard him, and she looks around and she's like, No. I'm going to let you play. She played for like 45 minutes and she wouldn't get off even for Cliffy B. Wow. That's hilarious. Tell Cliffy B that he can come over to my house and play GURP anytime he wants. (laughs) This has been Love Letters to Cliffy B. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Topic number 10. This uh, next question is dear to my heart because it's from my little sister, Maya. Maya Tell her I said hi. Okay, I sure will. Uh, So... Maya Gorblax Jaffe asks, which video game character would have the most trolls on Twitter? <laughs> um, that I think is it's a good question. Uh, okay, wait. Unfortunately, Luigi. Because I think Tingle. Tingle? No. No, Tingle would be like trolling people on Twitter. Tingle, Tingle would have like 25,000 followers. Yeah, I'd follow Tingle. He'd be able to sick them. On. Tingle would have, he would have his own website where he made fun of people's fashion sense. Yeah, Tingle, Tingle, Tingle would Tingle be like would the have, video game equivalent of uh, Triumph the Comedy Dog. Tingle would have more followers the, than Luigi. Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Triumph the Comedy <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Tingle, Tingle would be best friends with Paris Hilton. Yeah, Tingle would be, would be straight up all over the internet. He'd probably be yeah, tweeting about flop all the time. I think I think Luigi would have all the trolls. No. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I the internet that, loves Luigi. I bet. No, no, they don't. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> they lost. don't. Luigi, Luigi is the weak dog. They beat him on the internet. Yeah, it's true. They beat him for everyone to see, and it's really I sad. I think Nintendo hates Luigi, but people love Luigi. They have Luigi like on a horse, awkwardly backwards. Yeah, I think like, everyone loves the underdog. What, what about Miles Tails Prower? Oh yeah. yeah. Miles T- Tails Power would be, uh, I would say that, like, Justin Bieber has, like, millions of followers, but he probably has, I mean, how often do you think somebody tweets at Justin Bieber, like, H-8-U, 
You know, just that. Yeah. Wish you were dead. I wish it's you were gonna dead. Be, it's got to be somebody, though. It's no good if they don't get mad, right? It's got to be somebody on a short fuse. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be somebody you can kind of mess with. And but I, I think Tails would have would have a lot of people just t- uh, tweeting at him how they hate him. I think yeah. I, like, I, I think like Bison the... would be a great reactor to Twitter trolls. I think <laughs> Ryu. I think Ryu would have more Twitter trolls. Okay, he would have a lot of trolls because, like, he would never quite get that he was being trolled. Yeah. Yes! Uh, and, and he would answer really seriously, and people yeah, would laugh at serious. it. And, like, 25 of his trolls would just be Ken uh, alternate dummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ken and uh, Dan both alternately yeah. trolling. And then he would re- he would always reply with Shinku Hadouken. <laughs> would just be his, his reply to the tweet. And, uh, and, and Sakura would be constantly trying to bait him into an uh, underaged uh, oh. relationship scam. I know the answer to the question, guys. Yeah. The, the 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 person slash collective group of people who would have the most Twitter trolls on Twitter would be just any of those those characters in Guitar Hero. Just any of like those humans. Yeah. yeah. Playing <laughs> no, but it would be like surely that then you've got to say the Sims. Like the Sims those... are going to have like a lot of a lot of Twitter trolls. No, the, no, 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 no. Yes. The guys in Guitar Hero would have more. <laughs> Why? They have magnitudes. But they just look like Sims. They look like loose. They yeah. look like Sims who got some sort of some sort of funny business idea where they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to be a cool Sim." You know, nobody <laughs> likes a cool Sim, right? They, know your they, place, they would, Sims. They would have people making fun of their jeans on Twitter. They would just they would just be a goddamn hornet's nest of of haters. What so about Alucard uh, uh, from uh, you know from Castlevania? No. Yeah, I think enough people love him so much that yeah. there would be a, an equal. There would be a larger yeah. amount of haters. Anyone who gets a sizable amount of uh, fan fiction about them is not going to have a lot of trolls. I don't know. I would troll Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, I think I think you'll get like these kind of like sexual harassment trolls for people like Alex or uh, 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 Lara Croft. Here's a, here's a good question. This is actually a semi-serious question. Who here has uh, actually trolled somebody on Twitter? Oh, I did once, and then I got so embarrassed that I shut down my Twitter for a year. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I had a guy troll me, and then I, uh, I, I trolled him back really hard, and he didn't get that it was a joke, and yeah. it got really, really awkward. I I said something mean to like this D-list comedian and he said to me like I'm sorry were you being a jerk couldn't tell and I got so embarrassed that I just stopped using Twitter that's telling him to cut his hair which was actually like who'd you tell to cut his hair John Romero oh JR I don't think that's very edgy though right because everybody wants him to cut his hair I don't know you don't want him to cut his hair he does have a lot of hair right if that guy washed his hair and then didn't dry it and then got in a car and tried to drive away, would the car move? I don't <laughs> think it would. <laughs> I mean, I don't care how many horses he's got in a Lambo. You know, it's that's just too much hair. So tweet that at that guy. Actually, John I, Romero, I, I, I wish he would be on the show because he's pretty cool. Yeah. I would John troll, Romero, yeah, no, he's you cool. can play Gurp at my house anytime. I would troll uh, Max Payne 1 on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good call there. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple answers for you. Let's um, hear them. Real quick, 
his uh, Carmine from Halo series would probably get some uh, some trolls because he's so earnest and he always dies and stuff. Yeah, I try, um, I, yeah, I troll him. And uh, and then the other one, which I think is probably the most correct, is Bob from Bob's Game. I would yeah. troll him. He's a video game because he. He got trolled into the cops getting called on him. Uh, Bob did, so I think Bob from Bob's game is a pretty good answer. I was yeah, wasn't that Bob is actually Bob not trolling then. I mean, that Bob is like, not actually the character in Bob's game though. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It looks, but it looks like Bob. I was it's going the same uh, character from uh, from that um, Jasper Byrne game. Right. Here's who I would troll. Here's who I think would have the most trolls: Sonic the Hedgehog. I, yeah, I'm pretty definitely. sure. I'm pretty sure he would just get berated constantly and nobody would defend him. I think he would be the very definition of a trolled, trolled person. Yeah, trolled. definitely. I, uh, I'm i going to go with Sonic the Hedgehog and basically oh. whatever. This has been the Insert Credit Podcast. Thank you for listening. I guess we're so, all dead then. Yes, we're all dead. And if you can write us a little nice obituary on iTunes in the Insert Credit section. Uh, please be nice. Uh, you can subscribe to us in that same place. You should definitely go to foddy.net, that's F-O-D-D-Y dot N-E-T, and check out all the awesome games there. Bennett, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. As always, yeah. this has been Gorblax Jaffe. Uh, Gorblax. Uh, yeah. I'm Tim Rogers, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Brandon Sheffield. And, and reality ends here. And reality ends here. Podcast over, yeah!